which holds youth and youth across the globe. Today we are going to have and we are going to host uh, Nisi Lexi and uh, a bit of the Nisi Lexi before she chipped in and talked to us about who is she, what she does, and why are we having her today. Um, Nisi Lexi is a South Sudanese Canadian blogger and a digital market marketing expert. Nisi Lexi, popularly known as Lexi, is the founder and CEO of the Nisi Creative Agency based in Ontario, Canada. She is named, nicknamed Boss Lady due to her excellent work as a senior PPC strategist, brand marketing specialist, and podcaster. In 2021, Nisi was listed among the top 50 Canadian female business owners to watch out for by Beast Fashion Magazine. She has been featured in many radios, fashion weeks, articles, etc. Now, there is a hundred plus reasons why you should be following her online. That's a good news to all, to everybody that wanted to really know what Nisi is doing and how far she has got and what, or what is fire I'd rather to be what she is today. Boss lady, Lexi, as she is called, also runs shows. She hosts live interviews every Thursday on YouTube. As a media professor, uh, personality, uh, Lexi interviews business owners entrepreneurs and celebrities, celebrity artists from and around the globe every Thursday from 8 a.m. That is EST. So you are so sure to take off some of your minutes of your time and just drive to our YouTube channel and watch the live interviews and programs that is hosted by Lexi. Now, several audios of the interviews are available, as I said earlier, in our podcast platforms, including uh, Spotify, uh, Apple iTunes Podcasts, Amazon Music Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, and many others. Now, this, seg this segment is dedicated to youth forum females in, uh, interested in building an online business or getting into entrepreneurship to secure financial freedom. Nisi would be sharing strategies for networking goal uh, strategies rather, goal settings, mindset hugs, and money management. Every Sunday, Nixie shares video podcasts, topics on digital marketing, tips, and many others. So you are so sure not to miss all that Post Lady is doing. Now back to South Sudan. She has been featured on several interviews and discussion forums, both overseas and here home. Recently, she has she was covered by Juba Monitor, and also in Hort in Juba, Equatorial TV, the 211 Plus magazine, JanoopI.com, among others. Boss Lady, thank you for accepting to be hosted on Youth Forum program right here on Radio Miraya. Wow, that was such a lovely intro. Thank you so much. I'm so honored to be here, you know, being part of the, uh, the Youth Forum as well as because this is basically where my alley is. And I'm super, super pleased to be here this morning. Great. Um, let's begin, right? Shall we? I mean, why are you so popular on social media platform? <laughs> How did I begin? Oh, social media, I don't think uh, it was something that I'm like, oh, I want to be a social media star and things like that. It was just me finding a passion in what I do and then people resonate to the stuff that I do. And uh, from there, I was I got a lot of following because of them either interested into knowing how I do what I do 
or just wanted to be able to kind of resonate with some of the um purpose of of me driving a lot of the youths and my whole goal when I initially started is just to bring my creativity into the medium and kind of share my space be able to kind of share my creativity because uh, I started as a graphic designer so I was was sharing a lot of my arts and things like that and from there I got an interest in uh, business and also being a young model at the time I, I was connected with a lot of uh, people in the industry that do fashion weeks and things like that so I'm always around networking and building and surrounding people and I would share those stuff on my online and a lot of people got interested in actually knowing and kind of just kind of watching the stuff that I do and over time instead of me just kind of sharing my photos right. and my modeling I decided that I want to be able to share something more meaningful and open a, a blog where I can be able to um, host other individuals that are come trying to be interested in the in, in the entrepreneurship industry and this is where Nisi Lexi kind of yes. took off from there. Yeah. Um, maybe a little bit. I know it took time for you to come up with, uh, you know, Nisi Lexi Creative Agency mm-hmm. uh, company. But before then, um, how long did it take for you to come up with your own? Um, to be honest, this entrepreneurship for me is a 10 years journey. I initially, as I said, started as a model at a very young age. I was about 15. And from there, uh, okay. I got introduced to a lot of people in the modeling industry. There was like, uh, there, I, I found so many, so many great women in the city, like they're designers, some of them are model. But apart from just being in the fashions, a lot of them have their own businesses and a lot of them have other charities and foundations. And I got to have so many mentors that kind of show me like what it is that uh, as a woman, in order for you to be powerful in the space, to kind of share it and, and be able to kind of have a different mindset, not just coming in here for fashion, but coming in here to be able to educate, network, and all of, do all of those stuffs. And that's where my mind kind of shifted a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And from just that experience, I decided, you know what, this industry, I don't really want to be a supermodel, but I want to be a business owner. And how would that be is because I know growing up, a lot of people are either you go into school, you graduate, and then you, you get a job. And then sometimes this job is how you'll be, you'll be secure, your financial situation at home. But for me, I knew that in order for me to pass down the wealth or, or be able to kind of like, you know, become one of the uh, fastest growing in uh, company or things like that, I need to start thinking differently. And this is going into entrepreneurship and owning something yeah. actually so that later on when I grow up and I have kids, I can be able to pass down to them. And I cannot pass down my career, but I can pass down my companies. So this is where kind of my mindset shifted and getting into Nisi Lexi. And it's been a 10 years journey, but I've been blogging for the past five years. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And let's talk about the Nisi Lexi, uh, Nisi Creative Agency. Why Nisi? I mean, where did you get this name from? <laughs> so my name is Nancy, but uh, everybody called me Nisi. And um, Nisi Lexi, actually the name Lexi came from my own first business, which was the fashion collection. I have a company called Lexinel River. And many people couldn't pronounce the, na- the, the name of Lexinel because it's too long. So a lot of people just call me Lexi. And then mm-hmm. the Nisi is the nickname for the Nancy. So that's how uh, I, a lot of people knew me by that name. So I'm like, if I'm going to be creating a company that represent me, represent my personal brand, I would rather just go with the name that people know. Yeah. 
Wow. <laughs> all right. Anyway, um, Nancy, Nisi, and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it could be a little bit difficult. It's also that to pronounce that for sure. <laughs> so just just consider yourself having some trouble for some people to pronounce your name back here. Yeah. But um, let's talk about the company itself. Yeah. Just drive through the journey. It's been ten years already, isn't it? And mm -hmm. how has it been? It's been great. So Lexinel is the the old Lexinel River is the oldest one, which is kind of was mostly dedicated to fashion entertainment. I through that uh business, I was doing a lot of styling for music videos. I was uh custom making a lot of dresses and big into fashion industry. Uh, also got to promote and host a lot of celebrities that would come from uh, West Africa into Canada. So through that medium, and. Then I figure out that when I was having the Luxinelle, because Luxinelle has the fashion, has the entertainment, has the artists, has all of this stuff, it was a bit confusing for people to know exactly what I do. So I decided to split into two. So keep Luxinelle as just the fashion house and then separate the Lisi okay. Luxi as the the media, the creative, the agency. And this is where kind of Lisi Luxi kind of went about um, being as a separate sector. And true Nisi Luxi, my whole concept is has to do with digital marketing. We have to bring because I know right now it in any business, especially during COVID, when things are uh, got uh, locked down and all of this stuff, a lot of companies have to shift online. Whether you are motor broke now, now you don't yes. have uh, your store is not open, so you have to shift online. Everything was through shipment, through digital uh, medium. And because I already have the experience of being in, uh, being a uh, working in Google as a, their account strategist and a trainer, so it was easy for me to be able to yeah. use some of that knowledge and kind of apply to my own blog. So I, I went transitioning from just being a blogger to opening a digital creative media agency, just because I saw there was a gap missing, especially within the uh, my my colleagues in the African um, uh, what's it called East Africa. There's a lot of great talent in East yes. Africa that people don't know. There's a lot of artists. There's a lot of musicians. There's a lot of business owners that needs to get uh, known. But in order for them to get known, they need to also kind of tap into the Western market. And for me being here and with all this knowledge, I feel like I'm responsible for allowing my medium to be able to kind of like sh let the world know about them and use some of my, my digital marketing knowledge and experience to bring them into this platform. And that's why I introduced yes. it, the weekly feature where I would kind of invite people to come into my podcast, invite them to come into my live show so that people can get to know more about them as well and kind of enhance that network and connection and making... Now, I don't have to necessarily be in Africa to bring Africa to Canada or around the world. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> All right, that's, that sounds interesting. It's really very good to hear. I mean, um, let's talk about the competition part of it. I mean, mm -hmm. you being in Canada and, uh, and also being a female, yeah. competing with so many giant companies in Canada, Ontario, I do believe. Um, <laughs> how did you make it? How do you survive among these big giant companies? I just know I have something something very special. <laughs> I know I'm bragging a little, but um, to right, be <laughs> to be in the business industry, it's like you gotta be unique. You gotta have your own sense of purpose and your own sense of value and mission, right? And yes, there might be. Yeah. Like just I always say that when you walk into the grocery store, there's so many uh, 
bread brand. There's so many water brand. There's so many different biscuits brand. And all of them are not telling, hey, just because the other person is making this, I'm going to be intimidated not to make my own version. No, maybe I'm making it in a different shape. Maybe I'm making it in a different flavor that people are going to resonate to. And this is basically why Nisi is kind of existing here is because I am bringing a different taste. I am bringing a different flavor into this creative industry. That is super. Now, I, I, I want us to talk a little bit, mm -hmm. uh, mixing it up with South Sudan. I let you mm -hmm. touched uh, East Africa having a unique, um, mm -hmm. you know, um, technology or something like that. And for mm -hmm. South Sudan as your country, really, mm -hmm. we have not gone to that level. Mm -hmm. But um, being a South Sudanese in Canada, and mm -hmm. you've been doing amazing things uh, right there. Mm -hmm. um, what hope do we have? Uh, I mean, obviously, some of South Sudanese have got very brilliant talent like yours and mm -hmm. you're super great right now you're bragging and i think i'm also bragging in the studio right here but, <laughs> um back to south sudan yeah what do we look up to what is really that you can in future do you have a plan to maybe uh, have a branch in south sudan uh it's really at the mature stage but i just don't want to jinx it so yes i do have a lot of um plans for south sudan specifically and that is why you see a lot of my current posts is to get getting a lot of people in juba to know what nisi is all about and what nisi is ready to bring for juba uh and that i've been working with a lot of underground uh individuals down there basically seeing how would i be able to transition and potentially in the future also like kind of owning um a facility or an, an, an office to be able to utilize some of the knowledge and some of the tools that nisi luxi offer here back home and that is the whole mission of me right now especially for the 2021 and 2022 my major focus has been south sudan specifically and uh, sudanese that are also in kampala and in nairobi so i've been trying to just kind of focus heavy on knowing what yes. exactly they need and what exactly is missing there so that way i can prepare myself when i come that we all have all of these uh, stuff in motion you sounds very tough and bold um <laughs> some ladies are not up to your standard and they might be fearing let's bring it back down to council south sudan is your country yeah Ladies are not seen as priorities. Some of them are not allowed to go to a school. And mm -hmm. for that reason, they get married off early. They are forced to be married. Yeah. Or they, they themselves, you know, will go and get married because of the situation. Or they just want to settle because this mm -hmm. is the trend. I mean, if you see a colleague of your a colleague of yours is married, having mm -hmm. kids, you also want to see yourself not being left behind. Mm -hmm. And you also want to get kids and stuff. So they end up not doing anything creative mm -hmm. or not having that space and time mm -hmm. to do something like what you're doing. What is your message to them? I would say don't feel peer pressure just because somebody else is jumping off the cliff doesn't mean you have to jump like uh, and a lot of time uh, growing up my mom always tell me don't envy somebody's story if you don't know their full uh, scenario right like sometimes people might get married all, all these glamorized and they have the most perfect wedding and you're like oh I'm missing out I need to also be in that marriage but you don't know if that marriage is actually healthy or not and just don't rush into it I would say yeah if if it's if it makes sense for you and you in your gut feeling that you feel like okay this is something i could do by all means you could do it but if you feel like you know in order for you to be entering a marriage that is healthy or successful you need to go to school and you need to focus on that i would say go uh, take that route and even me before even um 
during the Nisi Lexi, my parents made it very clear that you need to bring us a, uh, a degree before you can go venture out and start to be an entrepreneur. And I had to go get my uh, diploma, uh, sorry, my degree in digital marketing, as well as I have a kinesiology degree. So all yeah. of these were done before focusing on the business full time. So I feel like sometimes when you go through the experience in a school, it opens your mind, but it also kind of allow you to enter spaces where you'll find a lot of powerful people and you'll find a lot of connections that can actually better your life and, and bring you into situations where you not be able to struggle also in life moving forward. Uh, my advice would say, if you have the means to continue on getting your education, I would, I'm 100% down for education. You always have to go and get it done. If there is a struggle, um, one of the things that I actually wanted to start developing is that finding ways or avenue with different ministry of education and things like that. So that way we can be able to uh, bring in the STEM programs in, into uh, South Sudan. So if this is something that I'm yeah. allowed to bring and also have the government to back me off, I would most definitely be uh, interested in bringing those to those youth and those girls down there. And that's why I even introduced my new show, which is called Boss Up With Me. Uh, girl stock. This yes. is specifically dedicated to the females because I notice a lot of uh females in South Sudan they don't have the uh the mentorship. They don't have a person to look up to that they can actually be like, hey, there's actually a different lifestyle that I can live and a different lifestyle that I can carry myself up to. So through that boss up with me at girl stock show, they might be able to learn some things that it might be able to be beneficial for them in the long run, whether it is a how to, how to change your mindset, because everything is, it's, it's on your mindset. Whatever you put on your mind, your mind is a very powerful engine. If you put like, okay, I want to be successful. I want to do this. you and you put this and you keep repeating on your mind, eventually you're going to end up doing it. But if you keep on thinking negatively, you keep on thinking like, oh, I need to compete with this girl. So, and so got married. So I need to do that. This is where your mind is going to take you. So all of these stuff are going to be discussing my boss up with me girl show and how these girls can be taking some of this negative knowledge and apply it to themselves. That is great. But I think I need to, uh, I want us to keep it up on boss up, uh, mm -hmm. let's talk girl show. Um, yeah, down here, uh, most of the common thing that people really, mm -hmm. uh, ladies that goes through, uh, specifically is gender based mm -hmm. violence. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, things to do with uh, sexual exploitation and abuse at workplaces. Mm -hmm. or rape cases as you have heard or even forced marriages that i've mentioned earlier mm -hmm. in your program do you uh do you talk about issues related to gvv uh, sexual exploitation abuse or rape cases do you reflect such kind of discussion in your talk show uh not necessarily most of my talk show is mostly focused on entrepreneurship it's mostly focused on personal development, like how to even use some of your just like simple idea and turning it into something meaningful. That's what I focus on. But I do have colleagues and uh, people that are kind of expert in that area because I don't want to tap into an area where I don't know so much about it and feel like I'm a voice for it. So, but I tend mm -hmm. to bring those people in uh, who are very experienced in that topic to come into my show and discuss it. And then also... Um, giving them opportunity to leave their contact information. So that way, when these girls wanted to reach out to them, they can reach out to them. And we have the live interview with Nisi, and this is where I bring uh, those individuals in there. Wow. 
That is so nice. But um, mm -hmm. Nisi, let's talk a bit now of um, earlier on, I asked you of the challenges that you're facing. Mm -hmm. But let's talk in the Lazar perspective. Um, obviously, COVID-19 was a big challenge to mm -hmm. you, but then it opened another space. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you went online and everything shifted online and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, assuming um, it wasn't only COVID, there are other challenges that you might have faced. Do you mind sharing it with us that you have ever faced during uh, building up your, uh, your company? Um, entrepreneurship can be a lonely journey and it can also be fun and it could be very doubtful at times. I'm not going to sit here and tell you, hey, like, you know, make your idea today. You're going to blow up tomorrow. It doesn't work like that. Sometimes um, when you're starting this journey, there's people who are going to come after you and blow up overnight. And then you're going to be feel discouraged because you're like, oh, my God, I, I invested five years and I didn't see anything. Right. And this might sound discouraging, but yeah. you have to continue on just being you and focus on, for me, it's consistency and quality. It's what matters most. If I'm keeping myself very consistent for these past um, nine to eight years and kind of doing what I do. And also, if there's something that I don't know, I'm going to go ask other people that are very good at it. And I find some of the challenges was like, especially with marketing. Initially, when I was creating the Nisi Luxi blog, I didn't know how to promote it. I didn't know how to get it out there. So I went back to school for one year doing a study digital marketing. And I was able to know the knowledge that I need. And I brought it back to me, Lexi. And this is where the agency was built. And so I would also go into like different networking, this different seminars, learn and connect with people. Sometimes this whole journey of, of the five, the, from the past five years, all the stuff that I did and all the knowledge that I did because I put my heart and my soul into it, it finally started paying off. Now, yes, yes, yes you might be seeing me now in Hot in Juba and all you see all me be featured in like different video and different talk show. But this is just kind of like yeah. a, a, a little peak of what's about to come. But I've been here for so long and sometimes it's like this journey is very... Um, it's, it's, it's like a marathon. It's not just like a sprint run. So you have to be very consistent. You have to be like, okay, if this is what exactly I want to do, I have to stay consistency and I have to make sure that I'm putting my whole effort into it or else it won't work. We have so many people down here in the country mm -hmm. um, that are more discouraged. Perhaps they don't even know the ABC of entrepreneurship, for instance. Mm -hmm. One of the problems that they face uh, is you would find your relatives coming to, you know, sabotage or jeopardize the things that you're doing. They'll tell you, you know what, mm -hmm. the business you're opening is not going to work. You are a lady. Mm -hmm. You're not supposed to be doing this. You are a lady. You're supposed to be married. You're a lady. You're supposed mm -hmm. to, you know, be leaving this thing to the men mm -hmm. and not you doing it. We are a little bit, a little bit not mm -hmm. thinking, not thinking the way mm -hmm. other countries are already thinking. Like you now have the advantage of being in Canada mm -hmm. and the education system, mm -hmm. the, the, the lifestyle and everything mm -hmm. is quite different mm -hmm. from Africa and from South Sudan to be specific. So that here is more challenging and there's more, more, more discouraging words that come from people. Although there's one and two of mm -hmm. others that can encourage you to do yeah. whatever you want to do, but you'll find a good percentage of people really are not up to what you're doing. Yeah. You think that is one of the major problems or that face the entrepreneurs? Yeah, so some of the problem with entrepreneurship, yes, definitely can be like a family not supporting you. And it you will be blessed if you have a very supportive family, very supportive friends around you. But uh, at times, you might not find these people. And these people have to catch up to you. I said, even when I first initially was starting, and I would say these ideas to my friends and me, they'd be like, oh, you dream so big. They'll just laugh about it. They think like, oh, it's not going to happen. 
I knew I wanted to do business since I was 15. I was always talking about, oh, one day I'm going to own this company. I'm going to do the shoe line and all this stuff. That time, I didn't even have a dollar behind my name. And you can imagine me talking about this when just like a lunch table with my friends and all of them are giggling and laughing because they never seen anybody in my age kind of talk about this kind of big conversation, right? For them, it's, it's, it's all like a uh, thing. Yeah. But now down they start to catch him and actually be like oh wow she actually was talking about what she uh she was doing all of this in her head but she's actually talking uh sense and what i'm what it goes to show that sometimes in this journey you're gonna find people who would discourage you you're gonna find people who will belittle your dream but you don't have to listen to them listen to the voice the core voice what is the purpose of you trying to do what you do like for example if you have if you want to open a hair studio you're a lady you want to open a salon why do you want to do that salon what benefit is that salon going to bring to your community what is the why behind that particular reason if you know your why it doesn't matter who says no to you you will still go you can start you can go to the bank to ask them for loan they might say no you Keep on going. You can go to your friends and talk about these uh, ideas. They will say no. Keep on going. Because at the end of the day, if you put yourself first and you put your mind into this idea and you nurture it, eventually people will catch up to you. Because people sometimes you need to invest in yourself first before people invest in you because they want to see that people will start to catch up to you. They'll start to be like, okay, you know what? This lady is actually doing something amazing. I want to be able to support her. And this actually is coming from my, my own personal story. And the other thing is, sometimes strangers are going to be your biggest supporter, not even the people around you. So you need to also understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So you're a boss lady. How does that make you feel? I mean, from, <laughs> from Nisi Lexi, now a boss lady. Uh, the boss lady nickname I got it before being Nisi, which is the funny thing. <laughs> oh, really? It's just the opposite of the other one. I yes. The boss lady come after. <laughs> yeah. Now it's like the CEO lady, but yeah, the boss lady. It's since I was young, cause the way I just kind of talk, or the way I'm always kind of uh, very adamant over things that I want to do, or sometimes like for me, how if how I make friends is I evaluate what, what conversation we have. If you constantly dog gossiping or constantly doing that, I can't be around you. Sorry. I need people who are always talking about big ideas. I need people who are talking about the next thing or need people who are talking about opening charities and things like that. And then that is because I want to be able to have a healthy discussion about bringing things into the game. And because of I'm constantly around this type of individual, and that's how I got the, 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 the nickname Boss Lady. <laughs> wow, that's really super. Um, well, uh, Lexi, we are almost coming up to, I mean, uh, ending up to mm -hmm. ending this uh, interview. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's up to 45 minutes yeah. uh, right here. But then before then, uh, Nixie, I mean, we, you have done a lot and you have done super amazing job. I can say this. Um, Thank you. been doing a little bit of research about you uh, ever since I set up this interview. And I was up and I was like, oh, Nisi, Nisi, Lexi, Lexi, Nisi, Lexi, where do I get this word? Where, where she do? Where she, you know, all this kind of stuff. Just to be able to know really what she has done and where I've been. But my, uh, the outcome of what I've seen is yeah. so massive. And before then, please, if you do have a word or a message or encouragement yeah. or anything like that before you go, mm -hmm. what will you really say to the ladies and the people of South Sudan at the moment? I would say if you have a burning desire of doing something that you know it's gonna have a huge impact in society. It's gonna like it's gonna leave a legacy. Go for it and do it wholeheartedly. 
And doesn't matter whether people discourage you. Doesn't matter whether you don't have a support. Just keep on doing. Go, just do it. Just like how the Nike slogan goes, just do it. And you never know how that uh, simple idea can take you and where it will take you. And another thing I would say, if you have the means to stay in school and get educated, go for it because education is very powerful. And this a lot of times, especially for us being a South Sudanese um, uh individuals it's this is our ticket to life education is our lottery ticket because a lot of some people don't have the privilege of getting it but when we do let's not take it for granted let's make something good out of it that's beautiful well um that is a uh, nisi lexi known as nancy in other words she's a social news canadian blogger and digital marketing expert we are so privileged nisi to have hosted you and personally thank you so much for your time and energy that you had through this interview. You're most welcome. It's a pleasure meeting you as well. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Do have a nice time and stay safe. That was Nisi. And you've been listening to the Youth Forum program already, Miraya, your number one Youth Forum program right here in the heart of Juba City. Until next time, bye-bye for now. Bye, Juba. <laughs>